Shavua Tov. This week we begin the second Sefer of the Torah. And as we know, the halacha is that if a tzibur misses a parsha, they can read it the next week together with the next parsha. But that's only if it's within the same Sefer. We cannot read the last parsha of one Sefer with the first parsha of the next Sefer because each Sefer stands on its own. So what is the nature of Sefer Shemot? The Medrash Rabbah in the beginning of the Torah speaks about how Shemot is the Sefer when we, the Jewish people went, Me'afela Li'ora, from darkness to light. And of course we find how the fire of God led them through the nights in the desert out of Mitzrayim. The Ramban also sees Sefer Shemot as being the Sefer of coming to the light, but he defines it a little bit differently. The Ramban speaks about Sefer Shemot being Sefer Hagu'ula, the Sefer of redemption. The first Galut and the first Geula, which is, of course, a model for us about what Galut and Geula are about. But, of course, the Sefer does not end with Yitziat Mitzrayim. Shouldn't it end there if that's what the Sefer is about? The Ramban says that Geula is returning to the level that we should be on. Leaving Egypt itself did not accomplish this, and we didn't have to get to Eretz Yisrael for it to be completed. As soon as we received the Torah and built the Mishkan and the Shekhinah returned to us, the Geula on some level, on the spiritual level, was complete. The Nitziv quotes the Bahag, who seems to have had a third understanding about the nature of Sefer Shemot. The Bahag called Sefer Shemot Sefer Sheni. He saw it as a continuation of the first one. We can see this in the first letter of Sefer Shemot, V'ele Shemot B'nei Yisrael. Rashi teaches us in the beginning of Mishpatim, based on the Medrash, that Avav means it's Mosif ala Rishonim. How is Sefer Shemot Mosif on Sefer Bereshit? So the Nesiv explains in his Akdama to Sefer Shemot that Bereshit is the Sefer of creation and the beginning of the world. But creation was not complete until the Jewish people coalesced into a people and received the Torah. Because as we know, the world is here for people to be involved in spiritual pursuits in the learning of Torah. Only once the Jewish people coalesced and received the Torah was the creation of the world complete. A few words now about Parsha Shemot. It's interesting that the Parsha and thus the Sefer are called Shemot because the Parsha does everything to avoid giving you anyone's name. It doesn't tell us who the Ishmi based Levi was, who the Bas Levi, who he married was. When Moshe is born, we're not told the name his parents give him. Why are, is it, why are we not told people's names? And if we're not, why is it called Sefer Shemot? Maybe the answer comes in the first Pesukim, which repeat the names of the Shvatim. Ruvain Shimon Levi Yehuda and Rashi quotes Chazal who ask, why these names are repeated? They were already told to us in Sefer Bereshit. And Rashi quotes Chazal who tell us because of the Chavivos, how beloved the Shvatim were to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's interesting to note that Rashi begins his commentary on each one of the Chamisha Chum Torah by speaking about how beloved the Jewish people are. And I think there's a deeper idea here. Maybe this is part of how Chazal knew that the Jewish people were redeemed from Egypt. Biglau Shalo Shinu Et Shmam. They did not change their names. The most important names in Shemot are not the unique names of Amram, Yocheved, and Moshe, but the fact that they continued identifying with whatever level with the names of the past. And this ultimately is how Geula takes place, when a people continues identifying themselves with where they come from. Shavua Tov.